And the Mishnah continues to talk about a topic very close related to haircutting, which is laundering. The rabbis also forbade doing laundry on Cholamod for the same reasons they forbade getting a haircut. They wanted to force people to not enter into Cholamod looking unkempt. I should say it's a Yom Tov, unkempt. And therefore, they said you have to do your laundry before Yom Tov or you won't be able to do it on the Cholamod of Yom Tov. Now, of course, this is assuming in the whole Durabanan of not doing laundry on Cholamod is predicated on the assumption that a person has a limited number of clothing and therefore um, he'll be forced to wear that single garment that's not nice for Yom Tov unless he launders it beforehand. And of course, the world's a little different today. But in any case, that's what's driving the Mishnah here. So the Mishnah starts out by saying, uh, The following people may indeed do laundry and clean clothing on Cholamod. And the list will start out with the same list we had when we were talking about the people who can get haircuts. We have Habam Medina Sayyam, a person who comes from overseas. Again, this person was on a business trip or something, so he's an onus and couldn't do laundry before Yom Tov. He made it on Cholamod. We base Hashivya, someone who came from a captivity. He was held and therefore he couldn't do laundry. Vayotz Mebeis Asurim, someone who came out of prison. This would be even if he had Jewish captors who would let him do laundry before the Yom Tov, but he didn't. We let him do it on Yom on Cholamod because we again assume that he didn't do laundry because he was so despondent about being held in captivity. Same goes for someone who had been in Nidui, um, and then he was released from the Nidui, that sort of excommunication. Now, while under Nidui he couldn't do laundry, now he can do laundry, so he can do it in Kolamoid. Same goes for someone who had taken a neder, a vow not to do laundry, and then he asks a Chacham or a Bezdin, for that matter, um, during Cholamoid, may he do it, he, they find a Pesach, he didn't realize what the consequence would have been, so then he can do laundry on Cholamoid. Now, the Mishnah is not going to change tack or, and add things that we didn't mention in the previous Mishnah. The driving rationale behind this Mishnah is that the kind of garment that gets dirty very easily and very quickly, that you could clean during Cholamoid, you could launder, and the reason is because there's, even if you would have laundered it before Cholomod, it wouldn't help coming into, meaning before Yom Tov. Because once you use it during Cholomod, it gets dirty all over again. It has to be washed a second time. So there's no point in prohibiting you um, from laundering it on Cholomod because the point of that was only so people would be forced to do laundry before. But here, doing laundry before would help. It gets dirty every time you use it. Like, to put it, an idea in your head, and the halach would be, but not mentioned in our Mishnah, underwear. Underwear, of course, you wear it, it's dirty. So even if you clean it, after you wear it, you have to clean it again. Now, again, in the time of the mission, we're assuming you have a very limited number of garments. Um, nowadays, presumably a person has a whole week's worth of underwear, and therefore it wouldn't apply necessarily, but that's the idea here. So the mission says you have mitbachos hayadaim, hand towels. So after you use a hand towel once, it's dirty. Again, in the time of the mission, their hands in general were just dirtier. Um, they didn't, like our hands are always clean, essentially, Right. Um, but uh, if you didn't have the soaps that we have today and access to running water like we have today, so when you cleaned your hands and dried them, an integral part of the cleaning of the hand was the drying and the wiping them clean from the schmutz that was on your hands, and therefore the towel becomes schmutzig and needs to get washed. Umit bechos hasaparim. Most girsos have it as the, like the, uh, I don't know the word for this in English, the like the, the, the garment that they wrap, that the barber wraps around a person that gets a haircut to catch the hair from falling. Sapar is a barber. If a barber is giving a haircut based on the dispensations that we had in the previous Mishnah, so then of course the like the cape he wraps around the person 
is going to be covered in little hairs, needs to be washed every time. After one use, it's dirty, and therefore it's permitted to wash it again on Cholomoed. Again, I'll presume you don't have another one. Umit bechos hasapag. This is just absorbent towels, meaning bath towels. Again, the idea is, the person comes out of um, the bathhouse, he's dirty, um, and part of the essential to the cleaning process is the wiping down with a towel, like that's like exfoliating, etc. Therefore, the towel gets dirty and has to be washed. Um, I have an ongoing machlokas with my children. I tell them, after they take a shower, they should hang up the towel and use it again and again. They can use it for a whole week without putting the laundry. Too much laundry, not necessary. The towels are clean. They say, no, it's gross. The towel touched your body. It's dirty. Um, I stick to my guns here, and although Mishnah would suggest that you do use a towel once and it's dirty and can be washed, um, I say no. In the time of, in our days, we bathe every day. We use hot water. We have all sorts of, you know, uh, our, 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 basically our bodies are clean already. We have all sorts of soaps and shampoos, etc. They get rinsed off well before you use the towel to dry yourself, so the towel is just for drying. But in the time of the Mishnah, no. time of the Mishnah, they use essentially sweat itself, sitting in like a hot, sweaty room or hot water, um, to try to, you know, loosen the dirt that's in the grime that's in their skin. Um, they worked outside. They were very dirty and grimy. And then the towel itself would rub off the dead skin and the filth and therefore get very dirty. Nowadays, not the case. Also, hazavn v'hazavos v'anidos v'yoldos. These are people who are tame. Although this list is a people who are tuma yotzma gufa, they have whatever it is that they have coming out of them. Like, for example, yoledes, after giving birth, she might be bleeding for some days. So, of course, she dirties things, but that's not the point of the mission at all. The point of the mission is these people are tame. And that being the case, there's no point in them taking them to launder their clothing while they're tummy, because they'll have to do it again when they become tahor, because the clothes are tummy, let's say they want to become tahor to go to the base of Methish, etc. So the other one has to eat bitahara, they want to eat their food bitahara, so then they'll need to make sure their their clothing is tahor. And so long as they are as a zav zavanidioledis, so they are <clears throat> tummy and actually a potent source of tuma, things their tome tumas medras, things that they put their weight on, like a pair of trousers or something, becomes tummy as an avatuma and so on. And therefore, they can wash their clothing once they relieve themselves of the tumma and they become tahor. The shot of the Mishnah here, <clears throat> like I said, is not that because, you know, this Yoletus, let's say, is, is bleeding after giving birth, so she's dirtying her clothing frequently. That's not the shot, because if that were the shot, so then she, for example, would not be allowed to wash her shirt. But that's not true. The din is that Yoletus can also wash her shirt when she becomes tahora, so she can get them fully tahor. Until she's tahora, of course, she couldn't wash her shirt without making a tummy all over again. Same goes for anybody else who had been tummy, like a matzor and a tamay mace. Once they become tar, they can wash their clothing and wear tar clothing. All those people are permitted to launder their clothing during Cholom Moed. But everybody else, meaning any other person who's an anus for whatever reason, not on the list, right before Cholom Moed came, he broke his ankle, he was, in the, he was going to take a sh- he was going to wash the clothing, he couldn't, he was in the emergency room, when he comes back in Cholomoed, he has no clean clothing, towards not allowed to launder his clothing, um, uh, because he's not on the list. Halacha um, it's a little complicated, in short, one should try to refrain from doing any laundry at all, um, but uh, certainly things like underwear and babies' clothing that gets dirty frequently, whatever, could be laundered if need be, if nothing else to launder. Um, but everything being equal, it would actually be, in theory, better to buy new clothing than to have to launder what you have, as is, obviously, uh, budget allowing.